All right, everybody. It's now the seventh movie in this franchise. Boy, seven movies already. Can you guys believe it? It just seems like so long ago that we were, uh, you know, trying to steal chips from uh, from from. A gr- oh, we're doing a chip in this movie, too. Oh, OK. Um, well, let's see if there's anything else different. Um, uh, well, we have a helicopter this time, so that's that's fun. And we have a well, we already did a plane, but we're doing the opposite of the plane where instead of dropping the driving the planes cars onto the plane, we're going to drive them off the plane. Right. That's good. It's like an inverse. Right. Right. Uh, spoiler warning, it's Furious 7! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd. My name is Drew, and we are here talking about Furious 7 for our Furious Summer, where we talk about every single Fast and Furious movie, but I can't do it by myself. My American muscle car to my Japanese import, Miles, how are you? Not bad. Just uh, chilling in the Mojo Dojo Casa House this week. <laughs> as this is the week of Barbie. And that movie was excellent. I know you saw it as well. Um, uh, and actually uh, double featured this with um, with uh, Barbie. So I just called it the uh, um, the Fast and the Fabulous. You know, that was I, my double feature. Both movies feature cars pretty heavily. So, uh, yes, they do. It's, uh, it's kind of a kind of a big deal. Uh, so here we are. Furious seven, the seventh Fast and the Furious movie. Uh, this, is, as we mentioned at the end of the show last week, is the very first movie to in the Fast and the Furious franchise uh, to break the billion dollar barrier. This, yes. And this, th- this movie uh, at the top end had a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget and box office one point five billion dollars yes and i mean there's an elephant in the room that goes along with that um this this actually i want to ask you something because i like you had only seen the first movie i purposely avoided any and all spoilers even stuff that i've gotten through osmosis is mostly unrelated to anything we've seen at this point um the entire movie, I'm actually looking forward to watching this one again because the entire movie, I'm kind of on edge. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for something to happen that is going to make this movie really hurt. Well, and and, and, and there were a few and things does. that really do. Uh, so so the 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 elephant in the room that Miles is speaking of is that this movie came out in April of 2015. Uh, however, in November of 2013, uh, one of the stars of the franchise, uh, Paul Walker, passed away in a car crash unrelated to the production of the film. Um, and so. They had to take the next year to put this movie together, they they changed plot points of the film. They had his brothers stand in 
for him in certain scenes. And then uh, Weta, Weta Digital, the the people who worked on the Lord of the Rings movie, um, they they came in and did facial uh, Which, you know, tr- transfer. And most of that looked really, really yeah, good. I was honestly really impressed. It's It's for the most part pretty seamless. There were a couple of scenes that I could tell it wasn't Paul Walker. Um, but uh, uh, James Wan, who directed this film, he never wanted a list of of scenes that were not Paul Walker to be released um, uh, so that that, you know, because it wasn't, you know, it it was was not, you know, didn't do anybody any favors to know what scenes were him and what scenes were done after the fact. But mm-hmm. I, I think clearly the the idea of Brian and Mia going off into the sunset and leaving the 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 fast and furious life was the big change they didn't want to kill off his character they wanted to keep his character alive and and that is and so the entire time i'm waiting for something to happen because i don't know i i didn't look up anything until after i finished the movie so i didn't know how much time uh, you know how much was done how much was redone and i was worried that like they were going to explain why paul walker is not here anymore by having brian go out in one of the stunts and i i I did i did know that was not going to happen just because of talk at the time i remember a lot of talk about you know the final scene being this whole thing Mm. and including the final scene uh uh, the 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 brian, the brian character that you see there is is you know you, you composited from other footage uh but there it's is a, a really great scene <laughs> it's a really good scene uh, it's a really good scene uh but uh, in at the end instead of a skyline gtr that you expect to see brian in uh it's a white toyota supra and that toyota supra was actually owned by paul walker that was one That's of his personal awesome. vehicles, which was was kind of a, a kind of a thing. Um, um, and now I'm going to I'm going to try to lighten the mood uh, before we talk about that <laughs> again at some point. And <laughs> Miles, look what I've got in my hands. So I was in Target the other day and I was looking at the Lego aisle, as I often do. And I happened to look down and I see, oh, my gosh. Is that a skyline? <laughs> is that is that Brian's skyline? And yes, there is a Lego set. There are are two sets that were were modestly priced um that were are yeah, fast. How, how much do those sets run? This one was like 25 bucks. That's not bad at all. It's really not. So they have this one uh which is Brian's skyline from uh Too Fast, Too Furious, Too Fast for y'all. Uh and uh I posted some pictures of this on our Discord. Um I'm going to say this, all of this, all of this stuff on the side here, Miles, is all stickers. So they are, in fact, crooked because I can't put stickers on. Oh, man. These are okay. It's these that were were not. You can see that is that is very crooked. I hate sticker work. I I don't even know if I've done anything except eyes on a Gunpla. Because I I get so nervous about it. The one printed piece, though is this little this little uh three by <laughs> three by one that's the the sky the gtr uh the gtr logo uh which is that is great which is um, actually printed the- uh but uh, but there's a few things i love about this car it's really it's it's it was a fun fun build 
as I try to get everything back together here talking. Um, one thing that I love is it does have a little Brian minifig as he looks in in Too Fast, Too Furious. My camera is, <laughs> is going to is going to wash him out. That's um, awesome. Uh, and he do, he comes with a giant wrench, uh, much like one that that Vin Diesel will use uh, in this fight. And of course, oh, another printed piece, the uh, the Sparco uh, <laughs> uh, dry, the seat, as well as the NOS tanks. The NOS, NOS tank. tanks are, are in there. Um, I love I love that Furious Summer has inspired us both to spend our money on Fast and the Furious merchandise. <laughs> look, I saw it. And I was it's like, great. I couldn't help it. It's cool. I know. I love it. Um, um I, I have spent my money on on Fast and Furious merchandise as well. I'm actually I think my too Fast Too Furious shirt is in the mail <laughs> as we speak. Nice. Um, so because I've done very little, re- uh, you know, pre-research beforehand to keep the kind of experience um just fun for me uh watching the opening credits for this movie was a wild experience because i mean there were there were a couple of folks that i was like oh that's cool that um uh I always miss uh is it, it jimon hansu okay i was like oh that's cool that he's in it and then you see tony jaw's name like whoa okay that's awesome and then you see ronda rousey's name like all right that's that's fine i actually missed her name in the opening credits but i spotted her later and then i see and i mean i already knew jason statham because we had seen the the, uh post-credit sequence of the last film but then kurt russell's name appears Kurt russell is in this movie gang i had no idea he was even in this franchise i didn't either y'all know i love kurt russell Y'all know I too. I love Kurt Russell. Like, I've I got legit excited. And of course, Chris is like, you didn't know that? Uh, like, this was one of the biggest movies in the world at the time. I'm like, no, I, I have this whole franchise is a a blind spot for me. He's not and on the he's not on the poster. So, you know, that's no. that's that's one of those things. Um, also, got a great name too, like a good spot at Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Oh. All right, so let's get into the let's get into what is basically a greatest hits of Fast and Furious movies. Honestly, this could have ended the franchise and it would have been extremely satisfying. Oh, yeah. I mean, the biggest movie in the world uh, when it came out, um, you know, great send off to one of its stars and some of the wildest stunts. This well, franchise is not, not, not even the wildest stunts. I'm just talking about how how this movie dials back to the entire Fast and Furious franchise oh, yeah. to this point. This movie opens uh, with with one Shaw uh, overlooking another Shaw in uh, the, the Shaw, the, the bad guy. <laughs> this is a great cold open. <laughs> it's a good cold open. So. Uh, uh what what's his name from Deckard, last week? Deckard Shaw. Oh, so Deckard oh, Shaw uh, is is our guy this year. That's Jason Statham. Yes. But pr- last week's Shaw uh, is not dead. He is in a hospital. Um, and as you see, Deckard scaring everybody like you're going to save his life. And then as he walks out of the hospital, everyone <laughs> is dead. Every yeah, single everyone person else is dead. And it's at this point that I remember there's a Hobbs and Shaw movie coming up in a, in a couple of weeks. And it's like, how is this going to work out? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to get there. And 
actually uh, i remember when the trailers when that movie came out i like it kind of borderline feels like a common writer movie <laughs> a little bit a little bit um um because i mean i do remember seeing those trailers quite quite a bit um when that one came out um and so we, we get kind of a recap of of you know officially seeing uh shaw responsible for han's death yes and and that's kind of where we start off because um so yeah that's where we start in jolly old england and then we fly all the way across the planet to outside of los angeles california oh my gosh is it true are we here yes it's race wars they're still putting it on race wars are back everybody I, I'm not going to lie. I got so excited to see the race wars uh, banner because <laughs> I, I like he's he, he's like he used to come here all the time. I'm like, is he taking her to race wars? Is he taking her to race wars? And then you, yes, he is. And then you see race wars. I'm like, still calling it that, huh? Still calling it that. He's like, we started it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I'm oh, like, you, you started the race wars. Great. Um, real happy to hear that, Dom. Anyway, uh. Uh, Letty still does not have her memories uh, and 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 all of this. Uh, meanwhile, we also see Brian and a funny. So you see Letty quickly switching gears and then it switches to Brian quickly switching gears. Oh, but it's a minivan because he's <laughs> dropping his son off at the at school. Um, that school, by the way, and a lot of this movie was filmed in Atlanta. I could not I could not look up what the school was, probably because they didn't want to publish that name. Um, but a lot of the a lot of this movie uh, and in fact, the entire last arc of the film are all filmed in and around Atlanta um, and places that have been used for a lot of other stuff. Um, yep. So, yeah, fun uh, made in Georgia. Yeah, you guys have all heard that in different projects. But, you know, if you're not f- living here, then it doesn't really mean the same thing. Um, we get, we get we get we get our personal we get the start of our personal conflict, number one, because Mia knows that. Brian misses the life and it's not just like the racing and everything and, and, and hanging out with everyone. According to me, he misses the bullets, He misses, the um, bullets. which is such a, a weird way of putting it, but I, it works. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you see where you also see Brian is legitimately trying and, and putting on, on a, a face of, of enjoying his domestic life. It's not, we are not getting a conflict where like, Oh, he's outwardly unhappy. She just senses that, like, there is an unrest about Brian because he's, you know, kind of struggling, you know, just into dad life. And baby number two is on the way, which Brian doesn't know yet. Letty has told Dom, but she has not told Brian. Mia. Um, Meanwhile, or not Mia Mia, has has told Dom. What Letty has told Dom that she's leaving because she doesn't. (laughs) Which lasts for about. 15 minutes well no this movie's long dude this movie this movie is long this, this movie is long this movie like i can't i made a note like it felt like 15 minutes like i i we were we were at a certain point in this film and we've been introduced to so many different things going on it's like we're only a half hour into this movie there was so much packed into no, this story. I, I, I felt the same way. I, I paused to go to the bathroom and I was, I was like, maybe we've got probably about 15 minutes left. And I'm like, we are halfway done. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, meanwhile, um, uh, Elena, hot cop, still around, still hopping around with Hobbs. Still using that one, huh? <laughs> um, look, I, I established it. I may as well continue it. Um, and and also, ha, uh, uh, Deckard Shaw, 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 uh, goes and fights Hobbs in his office. Hobbs, uh, sweaty again. He is so sweaty one more time. I feel like there's a, they also make a joke about that, too. I think there's a visual gag somewhere where they're kind of. They make fun of that. I didn't clock it if they did, but, you know, it's OK. Um, and yeah, so as after after. Hobbs does something that would 100 percent kill him uh, as uh, this is this movie is all about grenades that don't work the way grenades work. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, if you ever see it, it also wouldn't take out that building the way it does. Well, he's not using a, a standard grenade. He's using some magical puck. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of standard grenades. Grenades are anti-personnel things. They don't they explode, but they mostly throw out things to harm and kill people. They don't explode like bombs uh, in that sense. Uh, and so often they explode like bombs in, in this movie. But mm-hmm. that is this is not the first movie that has done this. It won't be the no, last that's, movie that's, that's, done that's standard movie stuff. That's there's, standard there's so many things that are done in movies stuff. that people mistake about how a lot of things work, especially when it comes to artillery in general. <laughs> yeah. So so, of course, right after uh, Shaw uh, puts Hobbs into the hospital, he also sends a nice little box to to, to the Toretto house, all covered in. Japanese import stickers, which if you've ever tried to import a Gundam to the United States, you'll know that sometimes it takes forever. So I wonder how long it actually took to get to the house, how patient uh, Shaw had to be for this package to arrive. He knew that that in exactly the moment that that thing got there, because that's when we get when everything lines up from the past few movies. We are now kind of present because this is the moment where um Shaw calls Dom and says, you don't know me. You're about to. Boom. And, and this is where we get the, oh, this guy's the one that killed Han. And, and get a good scene, but I, I, I want to stress that. I, I like this scene. However, well, like if you're talking about the scene, I think you're talking about when when the bomb goes off, it destroys the Toretto house. Well, so I, there's that, which 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 is, that's which not is how any of that works. Well, which, you know, that's that's fine, I guess. But I thought some of the other work in that specifically Brian running to the minivan to show oh, and the door. Be pretending Jack. Yeah, great. Well, stuff. But but not just that, but like the the force of the bomb throws him into the glass and you see mm-hmm. not just the glass it shatter, cracked. but the glass crack around what has hit the mm-hmm. the the window. No, really, really compelling action stuff. It's really compelling. And then, you know, uh, Dom's like, I'm going to go get Han. And so we get the scene that takes place again we're balancing everything back uh takes place in the the finale of tokyo drift we're all the uh, way back there however, we, do, we see it has we, been, it, we see twinkie we see the the beginnings of the race and we see our boy sean age about 25 years between one scene and one moment and the next yeah so the, the problem was they <laughs> used the fast and furious tokyo drift footage and then immediately cut this conversation 
that he's having with Dom. I actually really enjoy this scene. I think it's well done. The problem is we haven't seen uh, Sean in 10 years. And so it's easier for us to be like, oh, that's Dom, even though Dom's about a lot more swole than what he was in Tokyo Drift. But we've been watching Dom for the last 10 years, so it's easy for us to... We've gotten the gradual build-up. We, we literally just see a scene with Sean and then, I mean, his hair is different. I mean, he's clearly aged a decade and put on a little <laughs> bit more uh, body mass. Uh, nothing. Not, I mean, he's not looks unhealthy. He's a just a bigger dude. Um, but I do like the scene a lot. I like the fact that they really tie everything together here. And um i almost wanted him to invite him to the team i don't know that it's I gonna was happen really hoping he would get invited to the team but also isn't sean supposed to still be like a high schooler yeah because time is not i mean again we saw in the background of tokyo drift stuff stuff that implied it was the year 2003 not the year 2013 or 2015 or whenever this movie is supposed to take place it's just very funny the the sort of retconning yeah no it it is um i very much enjoyed that aspect of it but um and then we get this great moment of uh, getting a photo of giselle and then we get dom's necklace returning yeah because han had that for some reason uh shaw left it there right but we don't i guess i don't really know how shaw Got it. I guess maybe other Shaw had it. I don't. I don't it doesn't matter. I, I, I don't remember how he. But he. I remember him tossing it in the. the he post had it in the post credit sequence of the last movie too. Yeah. Yeah. So and and this is where the movie kind of really starts because we don't know, like, really what Shaw's all about. We know he's going after the 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 family, but it isn't until we have the funeral scene where Dom knows that Shaw's going to show up and starts chasing him down. And we come across our our second A-plot, which is the introduction of this black, black, black ops team run by Mr. Nobody. Kurt Russell! Uh, so whatever they had The Rock doing when they first introduced him, uh... They did the opposite with Kurt Russell. They made Kurt Russell the coolest guy in the room. Uh, offers offers a, a Belgian ale that he keeps like a tap on on site. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, I drink Corona. I know that about you. And like gives him a bucket of Corona. It's so it's so like Kurt Russell's so cool. He's so cool. He's so cool. And they 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 really utilize that uh, extremely well with mr nobody like not only is he cool but you're also wondering you know what's his deal because while they don't give you super sinister vibes you're also kind of wary because we've seen all the all the cloak and dagger stuff the last couple I years was, like, i was what? honestly waiting for him to turn the whole time yeah i i i have no idea like what this dude's deal is and we still don't by the end of the movie we really don't yeah but at, at the uh, but this is where we learn that there's a lot more stuff going on. So mm-hmm. right now, Mr. Nobody knows that Shaw is after Dom and his team because of what happened to other Shaw. So, but so Mr. Nobody offers Dom, you know, kind of a thing. There was this hacker that is 
that has created this thing called the God's Eye, which can tap into everything and identify everything. And, you know, we'd have found Osama bin Laden in two hours if we had this and da 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 da. Um, it, it, it's the end of Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, it's at this point that I noted that it's only this. We're only a half hour into the film. <laughs> it's right. like what? Um, so what? So Mr. Nobody has offered Dom. If you rescue this hacker that for some reason only you can do. We will let you use the God's eye to track Shaw and take Shaw down because he's coming after your people. Well, because for Mr. Nobody, just like the last time, like they're an expendable resource. They're also, I mean, their their track record shows they they get things done. They brought down the last Shaw, Uh, albeit they are a little rough around the edges. But they have but they have their own way of doing things and they're they think outside the they think outside the box and they they throw away the book and and they delegate because that's what good leaders do. Roman. That's a Roman line. I, I thought you might pick up on that, but. uh, <laughs> So. Uh, so, of course, this leads us into the. <laughs> The most ridiculous scene in this franchise so far. So they are trying to 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 rescue the the hacker known as. uh, uh, uh Why don't I know her name? Ramsey. Oh, uh, Ramsey. From this uh, this. I don't know what he is. He's like a militia guy like. Who, Shaw? No, Moza Jaconde, who is a... Oh, oh, he's yeah, a I think he's supposed to be some sort of like... He, he's a mercenary leader. He's played by Jimon yeah. Hansu. Um, and uh, they're only... They're taking Ramsey through this like little area and, you know, the, the military guys don't know how they're going to get to her or, or get to Ramsey because they haven't identified who Ramsey is yet. Uh, and of course, uh, Roman says we should hit him there because that's what they'll least expect. And oh, yeah, cool. Well, how do we do that? Flash forward to them in their cars on a plane. Yes, they are going to drop the cars <laughs> out of a plane and have them all land and basically do one of their old school truck heists just with fancier equipment, which I again. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that this is another another uh, 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 flashback to, the, to prior Fast and Furious. Stuff. I, I love that we always get some sort of high speed heist. Like that, I, I love that 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 has kind of been an, an unfailing thing throughout this franchise for the most part is that we, we're always going to get one of these. <laughs> but if but it's got. It's got the grappling hooks going into the back to rip it off. It's mm-hmm. got them driving around and and driving back and forth. It's all completely ridiculous. And I found it hilarious. Every bit of this was was so dumb, but so fun. As, yes, as, with the exception of one thing for me. And, and this is the weirdest thing for me to have. This is my biggest criticism of the movie. Um, y'all, you have Tony Jaw. Use him better. You have one of the 
best on-screen martial artist in the world. And he's fighting Brian? Well, Brian's the only one of their team that I, can I fight. I know Brian has I know has Brian has training, but he does not have Ong Bak training. He doesn't have <laughs> he doesn't have Tony Jaw training for sure. That's 100%. And, but, and I mean, it's great because this, I think this is his first, I think this is Tony Jaw's first English speaking role. Like his uh, actual first Hollywood film. No, there there he, are it, movies of his that were dubbed and they're there and they're like, they're like the protector. But I think this was his first actual Hollywood film. It may be. He was in something with Dolph Lundgren that was straight to DVD, but that was also. I, I, uh, yeah, American action thriller yep. in 2014, and then Furious yep, this, Seven in 2015, and then so, Triple so, X Reserve Return of Xander Cage in 2017. So, because he technically joined in August 2013 and filmed stuff, this is technically his Hollywood debut. Yeah, according to Wikipedia. So, anyway, um, um this is so just. I, I, I am also laughing at how dumb this is because I'm like, look, I love Brian. And I mean, yes, he he has had some training, but none none of the none of the team are fighters, not really, and not a single one of them would be qualified to step into a co- a combat with Tony Jaw. Well, um, sure, but but again, Brian has been shown to have martial arts training before, and I know. Yes. Again, we have to put ourselves in the context of the movie where that's not Tony Jaw. That's. I know, what, I uh, know. Whatever, again, whatever again, his character's ha- name is. Trust me, I am having a great time while this is happening. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I wish that I had someone who could have, like, I really would have loved to have Tony Jaw versus Jason Statham. That would have been a cool fight. I've seen him fight Jet Li several times. I've seen him fight a lot of great martial artists. I would love to see Jason, Jason Statham and Tony Jaw, like, go at it. But unfortunately... They were on the same side. Uh, well, and that, that leads me to some to some interesting moments or to interesting. I don't want to say complaints later, but even earlier, like Jason Statham, the way he fights is like a fighter. And when he's fighting Hobbs, Hobbs would not win that fight. Hobbs. No. And, Hobbs and in fact, throws even the moves. You s- yes. Hobbs throwed his weight around like a bruiser, but he doesn't he, he doesn't look like he has any skill, which is interesting that it's the rock who does have a lot of fake fighting skill, but it's not martial arts fighting. It's pro wrestling, which is understandably different. Um, right. But no, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was thinking the same thing when I'm when I'm watching like Statham hit him. And I know they did because they know, oh, the rock could probably take these hits. And he also knows how to pl- not play fight, but pretend to take a hit. Um, because of his 20 years in, in pro wrestling and his life in pro wrestling um, with his dad. So he knows how to like, this is someone that, that Jason Statham can work with who knows how to take hits and, and make the fight believable, which in, in to some degrees he does like when Dagger Shaw is kind of commanding this fight, it's believable because yeah, we see the rock is this big dude and is throwing his weight, but that's all he's doing. Whereas like, Shaw is completely dismantling him on a physical level. Yes. Uh, and, and the same thing kind of happens with Dom later, but we'll we'll get there because uh, we're still uh, let, let's just uh, two two things that I want to talk about. Um, one is uh, the bus, the bus fight. And and in this again, Tony Jaw is here to also bring parkour back to this franchise. We haven't seen <laughs> parkour in this franchise since 
uh, Fast and Furious, the fourth movie, when we see uh, Brian parkouring through the streets to get to this guy that he's chasing down. Um, and it's it was fun to see it. Uh, but of course, that bus that they're on um, after rescuing Ramsey uh, careens over the side of the cliff as. <laughs> some of the funniest things that I mean, all of this is very funny, but it's also very, very fun. So I just I, I really enjoyed it. It's just, you know, it's silly. It's all silly, but it's a good kind of silly or you have Brian climbing out of this bus as it's about to teetering off the end. Oh, yeah. Running off the side of the bus, leaping towards the cliff that it's going on. And I wrote down spoiler alert as Letty drifts the back end of her car around for Brian to grab on to the spoiler of the spoiler. car. <laughs> so the because of the 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 death of Paul Walker, like anytime one of these scenes happened, I was kind of on pins and needles. Like again, because I didn't know that I guess I just did I didn't I don't remember or didn't see that they opted like, oh, no, we're not going to have Brian die. So the entire time I'm like, oh, this is it. This is it. The entire time. So especially in that bus scene, uh, I was like, oh, here, here it is. Here it is. And, and so every single time he was in something elaborate, I was waiting for something to go wrong. And it was like giving me such anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, so after this completely ridiculous uh, uh, fight where Roman the whole time is just hilarious because uh, he doesn't want to go and all of this stuff. And he ends um, up coming in at the last he, second. But uh, but that's that's the end of arc one of this of this movie, which is just like we're at the 40 minute mark. What are we even doing? Um, but now well, we ha I mean, oh. <laughs> we're, we're about to get real ridiculous. Oh, and weirdly. So we didn't talk about something that had to do with this chase scene. There is a actual practical stunt that was done with with the cars jumping out of a plane. That was a practical stunt. That was a practical stunt. And it's one that they like like worked on for like um months. Had to have uh, for, golly. They they really wanted to do it and uh, they said it took months of preparations they had to mount cameras onto the cars in a way that would not be destroyed when the cars landed um they performed a dry run with a single car flying on a plane and did that six times um and this was done in arizona over 10 cameras were used uh in the sequence and about five thousand at about five thousand feet the, par the parachutes actually deployed um and yeah they, the, all of this was done practically which is really, really cool. So for that's, the close-up scenes... That's really scenes, impressive. Yeah. So the close-up scenes that show the actors in the car, they used um, a like a 360 uh, camera and uh, some green screen to reproduce like their tumbles and stuff. But the Makes actual sense. stunt itself was done practically. Wow, that's, and, that's even more impressive, to be honest. And so like, I, I have to give them like, look... I, 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 well, I mean, I'm, I've always been a huge James Wan fan. So like the fact that he's, he, he stepped into this franchise and probably one of the most difficult entries, uh, to, to do. Um, and you know, th this would not be his first billion dollar movie, uh, <laughs> after this, but 
the fact that he really wanted to do a a practical stunt. And and I gotta say, even even the stunts that aren't super practical, like we're about to get to, you can absolutely tell there's someone different behind the camera because there is a specific um this is a different way of uh, of shooting. Uh, Juan Juan has always had a, more of a voyeuristic style where the camera consistently moves and does things to kind of highlight what's happening in front of you, as opposed to waiting for things to just kind of look, look like a cool trick music video or something. And even when they do the most ridiculous stunt in this movie, which is not falling out of an airplane, uh, somehow it, it's coming up very very soon. <laughs> the, the triple jump, if you will. Um. It still looks so cool, and it looks like that one. I don't. I do not believe is uh, practical. <laughs> no, I don't think it could have been because uh, those three towers. That well, we'll get there. Okay, so we are introduced to to Ramsey, our our hacker, uh, who is played by Natalie Emmanuel, who she's been in a bunch of stuff. I know her best as the character of Masande, the uh, Daenerys's. Uh, translator slash assistant yeah, yeah, yeah. in game of thrones um she's been in a bunch of other stuff um and she basically says oh yeah i uh i hit it with somebody in abu dhabi who's a friend of mine so side trip <laughs> so now they're going off to abu dhabi and uh of course they pull up to abu dhabi in just the most impressive multi hundred thousand dollar cars pulling up and a dodge challenger uh there's also a dodge challenger there um but then there's you know it's it's just funny everybody like brian and roman and tej they're all driving these like super like cost more than your house cars and dom's in Mm -hmm. a dodge challenger it's very funny to me but uh so basically they have to to now do a an oceans 11 style heist into this billionaire's like terrace penthouse party in one of the the three towers these are real towers they are one of the 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 etihad towers i i I lost my notes i'm not sure oh and and by the way uh to talk about uh practical effects the uh the scene where brian runs up the bus was also a practical effect it just wasn't you know brian doing it right um so yeah this scene is um very dumb, but very, very funny because it's like an Ocean's Eleven style thing where they've all got their role and it allows Roman to be Roman and take mm-hmm. all the attention. In I'm glad you've come around on Roman because for a while you seem to be down on no, Roman. <laughs> no, my problem with Roman and Too Fast, Too Furious, Too Fast for y'all is that his and four his lines were, you were not kind of very down on him good. In four too. Was I down on him in four? I think you were. I don't remember being down on him in four because I believe I even commented that he's much better in this movie than in two. You did. You did say that, but you still were kind of like me. But but he's he's he he gets to do his thing and take all the attention. Meanwhile, uh, T-Pain, uh, who I know, I know T-Pain. He's a very nice guy. Uh, he's in this. He doesn't get to say anything, though. Which Didn't I find you very help little. him at the Apple store? Or I did. And he was very, yeah. very nice. He's a very, <laughs> he was a very fun and friendly dude. And I liked working with him. Um, that was 20 years ago now. But uh, <laughs> anyway, um, he's my personal friend. Uh, you know, we, we, we don't text, but we could um, if he had my number and I had his, but we don't. Um, 
anyway, um, of course, the, the, the billionaire also is surrounded by a team of female security guards headed by none other than Ronda Rousey. I'm not sure she wasn't just playing herself. Uh, <laughs> oh, she was 100 percent playing herself. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> but but again, the only reason that there is an entire female team of of bodyguards is so that uh, Letty can have a big fight scene. Uh, which, in my opinion, is maybe the best fight scene in the movie. It's very mobile. Yeah, it's, it's a very, pretty good one. It's it's very mobile. It's very like you can tell they trained for that. And well, you know, Ronda yeah, Rousey her, being her an, uh, Ronda Rousey being an MMA person and not a professional wrestling person. Although I know she has done professional wrestling post MMA career. Yeah, but it 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 felt like. It, it it didn't feel as cartoonish as pro wrestling can feel, but it it felt like a lot of the moves were sourced from that kind of thing. It looked really good. I liked it a lot. I thought it was very, yeah, very I, good. Yeah, I certainly liked it. Then the uh, MMA stuff that she did with uh, Gina Carano, which again, maybe maybe it's a different director, maybe it's a different casting person, but or, or maybe it's just the fighting style. But uh, the stuff with Rousey just looked better. It was cooler. Um, it felt a lot more fun and and that that whole that whole sequence that whole high sequence is fun because talking about cartoonish it gets to a cartoonish level like this is this is all of a sudden we're in a video game making video game decisions yeah. because right, right now the things <laughs> that are happening in this are roman has everyone's attention having taken over the dj booth to sing happy birthday to a random person just to draw attention away from the fact that elena not elena uh that that uh, letty Buddy. has uh, elena's not in this scene um she's barely in this movie um that letty has broken into this uh penthouse where she is somehow clipped a cat five network wire to allow tej and ramsey to hack in not not how that works um what so they're trying to hack in to oh because because the chip by the way is in a car uh we we didn't even talk about that it's it's in the the computer of a multi-million dollar car that this billionaire has at the top of this tower um so while that's going on they're trying to to get into there while while dom and brian are trying to get the chip out of the car and wouldn't you know it, they run out of time uh, just as Shaw shows up, <laughs> just starting to kill people there, too. He's like <laughs> he's like the nemesis from Resident Evil three, just always <laughs> showing up with like a rocket launcher or a machine gun or something to do stuff. Um, Emily. It's good. That's a it's joke good. only okay. if you know like both franchises, but yeah. it, it works for Drew. That's all that matters. No, that it works. <laughs> it worked for me. I got it. Uh, but uh, but this is what what one of the and, and I knew this stunt because of the trailers for this movie and the commentary around this movie is that I knew that they were going to drive a car from one building to another building. And wouldn't you know it, it was real fun and real cool. And they do it again. And then they did it again, <laughs> which I was not expecting. Um, I did not either. I was like, what is happening right now? Because <laughs> uh, they get you with the first one in the trailer. But though there's the second one uh, where they end up also destroying like hundreds of million dollars worth of art and like terracotta statue, like terracotta warrior statues and stuff. And it's like, 
Woo. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom and Brian. Good, good work. Um, I feel like you might be on a couple more lists after the, after this escapade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, after this, everybody is fine uh, somehow. And they, uh, they go to like, uh, they go to, uh, outside Abu Dhabi to what I am just going to effective affectionately call like the, the street level tuner area of Abu Dhabi where it's just like, you know, Oh, they're now in a garage in Abu Dhabi. Like, Oh, we're going to do some street racing down here. Oh no, this is just where nobody's going to pick them up and take them back to America. Cool. Um, as we sort of get into the final, uh, the, the final moment where, well, I know I, 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 I completely forgot about an entire other action sequence before we get to the, to the final moment. Yeah. I was say, are you talking about the, uh, when, when, uh, You've got like the entire city hunting down the family. No, that this is this one is where uh, nobody knows where where Shaw is. And so he's going to take Dom and they're going to sneak out and go. But then Brian's like, no, I'm coming too. you're not going to do this without me, which is, again, another point where I wondered if maybe this I wondered if you thought maybe right. this would be where where Brian would go. But. Uh, at this point, no, Shaw has his own, his whole team that is backed up by uh, the 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 uh, mercenary guy from earlier in the movie. Uh, and, you know, basically takes out all of of nobody's team, shoots nobody. But don't worry, he's fine, we presume. Um, and uh, and then they they decide, oh, well, the only place if they're going to they're going to find us and a war is coming. We're going to fight that war on the streets we know best. So it's back to L.A., baby. <laughs> yeah. And so th- this one. All right. I, I, one, this whole sequence is very, very fun. But you also have some uh, some du- du- dual um, hacking by Ramses and Luda. And Luda somehow seems to be a better hacker. They just don't let him hack. It's 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 tough to say. He seems to be. He seems to do exactly what he, she's doing at all times. And she seems to be more of a programmer versus hacker, if that makes sense. Right. Like she's yes. written all this stuff to do this stuff, but he knows how to implement it. I mean, all hacking in stuff like this is completely and totally fake. There is no. Pers- big bright percentage mark that is is happening no it's, and there's no there's no jacking into the mainframe or or any of that nonsense yeah no that's it's, which is it's, fine i mean I, i'm 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 fine for dramatic flair and i know it gives this character something else to do but the entire time I'm like what why isn't luda doing this <laughs> i mean you because, know i mean luda luda gets to make fun of roman and but he doesn't get to do a whole lot in this movie like he's he's certainly present but like He's such a likable presence on screen that I, just, I want more Luda. <laughs> <laughs> I like Luda in this movie. He has like he does some weird karate moves at one point that is like. Wait a, wait a yeah. second. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway. Um, it's, gosh, like, it's like that time they we? made him uh, a hacker out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah it's almost like i had a life before this you know it's like no we we really no, we, didn't know we also knew what life you had and it was nothing like this yeah exactly <laughs> um 
so we are now back on the streets of L.A. Uh, as they have decided because the bad guys have the God's eye that they can use to track down everybody. So they're just going to play uh, hot potato. And it was funny because the, 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 the British hacker doesn't know what hot potato is. Who's the potato? You know, is the, this car the potato? No girl, you're the potato. <laughs> <laughs> just, just very funny and silly. And this is where we get to the least believable thing in the entire movie as Chimon Hansu's character in a freaking attack helicopter that includes a predator drone is not immediately shot down by the air force. The second any of this stuff kicks off, the air force is in the air shooting things down. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't even know where to begin with this one. Miles, where, where do you want to, where do you want to begin? With, with the sequence? Yeah. Um, th this one's wild just because like, it almost has the air, like you actively feel like they're making things up as they're going along. And I feel like that's, that might've been the writing process for this scene. Um, because we, we've, we've, we've well established in this franchise that like lo logic, logic stayed at home. You know, we, we're not worried about logic really. Yeah, logic's, um, logic's taking the day off for this one. It's, it's fun to like compare things like, Oh, this is silly. But like this, this one really cements it more than anything else. It's like, this is just, it's nonsense, but it is, such fun nonsense. I feel like I am watching a Saturday morning cartoon, but like the ones you'd see at 11 o'clock that were a little more serious. The action was a little more real, you know, like your X-Men or Batman, the animated series. Like, I feel like I'm watching something ridiculous, but also something I am very much enjoying. Like everything I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand why, the, why, why this part's happening or how that even happened, but I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm watching on screen. <laughs> yeah, I, I was having a hard time with it because it was so. It's much so more of a wild. stretch. And, and this 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 movie kind of cement that this entire film cements the full crossover into these movies are superhero films now. Basically, yes. Uh, so we have cars getting dis destroyed. Um, uh, we have. Oh, the poor GTR gets blown up by the drone. Rest in power, King. Um, all of this is 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 going on. And meanwhile, Hobbs in his hospital bed tunes into the TV and sees what's going on. I swear that voice of the of the the TV rep reporter re reporting on it was Michelle Ruff, who voices uh, Kawakami in Persona 5 and Fujikamine in the dub the Fujiko mean of, of loop in the third stuff can't Impossible. confirm that cannot confirm that wasn't it is not in the credits at least I have been looking it up for the past few minutes couldn't find it um but this leads to quite possibly the dumbest thing that has happened in the Fast and Furious franchise so far Hobbs needing to get back to work oh Hobbs is a daughter by the way that's a new thing in this movie she's only in like two scenes um but I also like she's a trash talker, which is great. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Daddy's got to get back to work. Stands up, arm in a full cast, flexes and breaks the cast open, <laughs> rips it off. That is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in any 
of these movies and it's 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 not even defend defendable to me it's so dumb no, i mean i I, th- I guess because again i know him from wrestling and i still watch wrestling i was like this is such a wrestling thing that i love it yeah like, when, I, when i saw that i was like oh this this is a hundred percent some some promo nonsense to to hype up a match for the next week you know um I, I, I was I was into that moment. I thought it was pretty fun. I, I strongly disliked it, but I also don't like Hobbs. His his lines are still terrible. His his dialogue is the worst. There's yeah. one uh, I'll I'll say I, it later. I, I love The Rock, so <laughs> it's tough I, for me to say. I, I I mean, look, I know The Rock would would break me in half if you heard me saying this stuff. And you know what, Mister Johnson, it, I don't think it's your performance. I think it's the lines you were given. And I I yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so so Hobbs is getting in the fight. Meanwhile, Brian is on foot and he is going to because the 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 helicopter has blown up the cell tower that they were using to try to load a virus onto the thing and a bunch of stuff has happened. And meanwhile, we get a really cool parkour fight between Brian and Tony Jaws character that has mm-hmm. a lot of really like. I, it, it, clearly it's cartoony but it's like parkour like it's like yeah, it, it's like it's, a hong kong action movie kind of kind of cartoony it's a, it's very very fun and i mean again i enjoyed it because I, I love my jaw and yeah this was a fun this is a fun sequence i wish i could have watched him you know, fight someone who was you know an experienced fighter and kind of get that oh i saw this person versus this person but it was still pretty cool yeah um and and that was a really cool sequence uh, with like them going down the stairs on a sliding down on a door while they were punching each other. It just it worked really well for me. I like that uh, a lot. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> Dom and Shaw have tracked each other down and Dom is in the car of Theseus. Um, this car that was in his garage, that his house completely destroyed. This the garage totally fine. This car that has been destroyed twice already somehow back in the garage. Um, it just exists to get the crap kicked out of it. Uh, and he takes it. it really he, does. <laughs> I call it the car of Theseus because I'm not sure how much of it is actually original to the original car. Um, I mean, hasn't that thing blown up a couple times? Yeah, like I said, it was it was flipped and dist- and bl- and the engine blew in the first movie in was it four or five when they were going after the the uh the 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 drug lord when they're driving four. it through the the caverns underneath yeah he four. leaps out of it into another car and then it slams into something like i don't know where this car keeps coming from but and maybe they buy more dodge chargers maybe i don't think that i don't know that that's even a charger it's it's it's, i don't know what it is anyway um but yeah he and shaw sort of have this knockdown drag out fight as they're slamming cars into each other oh kind of cool thing dom does the wheelie that he does in his car fairly often and then slams down on shaw's car and they're firing through the cars at each other and it's kind of cool and then they get out yeah and then uh they're fighting with wrenches and beating each other in the head. And Dom takes a Dom takes a wrench to the head and would be dead. This is there are so many 
things in this movie where no, that guy would be dead if this happened. And no, they're not. Um, but this leads to to uh, uh, the 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 mercenary character kind of turning against Shaw like, well, I guess he's not our friend anymore. And they're fighting on a big parking deck, which, by the way, is in Atlanta. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the same parking deck that uh, Spider-Man uh, encounters uh, Aaron Davis in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, um, as well as uh, what they decked out for the solo uh, car chase, uh, the solo speeder chase in Solo. Anyway, um, Atlanta, yay! Um, <laughs> they fire, they fire rockets at the parking deck, and the parking deck starts to crack. And Vin Diesel says a line that is so funny. I started laughing out loud watching this disturbing everyone around me. The thing about street fights. The street always wins and he stomps his foot down, which causes (laughs) the entire parking structure around where Jason Satham is standing to collapse in on us. It's just it's a great so, moment. It's a it's great. It's so ridiculous. Uh, meanwhile, Dom gets back in the car because he sees that the, the 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 structure is is collapsing, and he knows he's got to get out of there. And you know it's serious when you see Dom put on the seatbelt as part of the situation. By the <laughs> way, they were all wearing seatbelts in the uh, the flying out of the plane uh, situation, but rarely were they uh, were they pl- wearing seatbelts anywhere else um to doing that well if you're gonna be flying on a plane <laughs> yeah uh but you know when when the seatbelt goes on you know it's uh for for serious uh so yeah the, the but you know dom drives the car up to the helicopter and you think is he flying into the helicopter no he's just gonna gonna clip it and drop a big bag of grenades onto the side of it that then Hobbs can shoot the grenades and blow the helicopter up and save the day. Uh, but it's great. It's so silly. But meanwhile, but then we, but then, then Dom. Oh no, Dom. And they, and the, 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 the car of Theseus is upside down and they pull Dom out and he's, he's not breathing. And Brian's trying to tell Letty how to do CPR and, you know, just, Breathe into his mouth, breathe into his mouth. And they're not doing it. And then she decides that CPR is not going to work, but memories will. And she pulls she out got her the, memories back. She got her memories back. And as it turns out, she and Dom got married. They were married. They got married in the DR before he left. Yeah. It's like, oh. which makes him leaving worse. Um, <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah no well. knowing the context that they were married at that point i'm like then what are you doing man I'm trying to um, keep trying to keep her out of jail is what he was trying to do um and, but of course well. that, that, <laughs> that wakes him back up when, and there's kind of a there's kind of a sweet moment there and then we start to we start to to kind of wrap things up we see we see hobbs with the potential to have a cool line in a movie for once uh, taking Shaw into custody in this like maximum security prison that's surrounded by machine guns on all sides. And Shaw says, hey, you think those are, th- you think those are enough to stop me? And yeah. he says, no, they're here to protect you. Which, which could have been cool if he had just said, they're here to protect you from me. 
But no, he didn't say that. He said, they're here to protect you from me killing your ass. It's like, doesn't work. It's that's not that's not cool. It's not cool to say it that way. It doesn't. Yeah, hated it. it, it, it yeah, the, the line's not great. But then we fast forward and we get this this final moment. Um, essentially, um, even though the movie doesn't flat out tell you. So we're all we're on this tropical beach. Brian and me are playing with uh, their their son while everyone else is kind of looking on. And I, when I was reading the, the synopsis, it says, oh, with the acknowledgement that Brian is happily retired with his family. I don't think anyone actively says that. Like, no, I mean, it, it was, seems implied. It was implied based on the conversation because there was a conversation we didn't talk about where Mia reveals to Brian that she is pregnant again. Right. And that they're having a girl, which I don't think there's any way they would have been able to know that at that point, because if she wasn't clearly pregnant, at least a little bit, he just would not have known. But, you know, whatever. And also, I actually love that moment because it's like the best decision I ever made was stepping into the store to buy that first sandwich. And she even announced it was such a bad sandwich. She's like, I know, right? But I ate a lot of them. But so, again, uh, and, and, I love you and, a lot. And this is and this is what what I like about this movie, probably more than anything, is that this feels like a final film. I know it's not. Mm-hmm. But in watching it, there are so many references to all of the past films. Obviously, you've got characters from every film, including Tokyo Drift, bringing those guys into. Yeah, the mix it, for just it certainly second. does feel like it was supposed. I mean, I know that uh, Justin Lin and um, is it Chris Morgan? Was that his name? Chris. Uh, yeah, Chris Morgan. Chris Morgan. They, sorry. It, it was intended to be this trilogy starting with five to like close out the franchise and. At the time, yeah, well, this was and, and supposed to be. The problem is be... when you make a billion and a half dollars on a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget, that doesn't really right. Because the tagline, one of the taglines was "One Last Ride." Yeah, but 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 beyond that, you've got you've got the unfortunately named race wars at the beginning, including, by the way, shout out to Hector. Yeah, they call Getting him Hector. Cause they call him Hector because that's his name. <laughs> 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 on account of that's his name but you've got also l- the little things like I-, I mentioned earlier the 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 heist with the bus feels like one of the heists they were running in the very first movie by shooting mm-hmm. shooting grappling hooks and and climbing up on things you've got uh brian in the fight in in la at the end dro- dropping his car down and driving underneath a big semi truck which is another thing that happened in those early movies you you have mm-hmm. so many references to all the stuff and so it, it's another chip there's another chip that they have to find like all of this stuff is all references to stuff that has become before and it just felt like a really really interesting end point for this franchise especially when you when you know that Paul Walker is is no longer there and Brian is retiring because and they're filming these scenes presumably right. without him. And and that's what makes this beach final scene and into into the the end so interesting and compelling. And I agree because Dom kind of tries to slip out and kind of have a private moment and then you get what This visage of Brian saying, uh, you, you leave him without saying goodbye. 
just, uh, which is not the first time he's used that one. <laughs> no. It, it's, and yet, like you said, he's in his white Supra and he looks and it's it's all these different uh, moments of Brian driving and smiling, um, doing doing the one thing that they don't do much in the later movies, which is a Brian staple that I loved in the the first like four movies was his whole like. Driving and then like turning his head, looking at the other person and continuing to do that yes. as he drove was like this great staple that doesn't I, do as much. It's part of what I uh, I dubbed earlier in this film as Brian's puppy dog energy. Like it, he's <laughs> he's he's got that stuff. But but it's just it it's and and while while the the this the song "See You Again" that is uh, I, I should have looked up who who it's uh, Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth. Yeah. Um, and that song was a monster smash. Oh, which song, I 100% believe. No, that song was like number one everywhere for a long time. I think it holds the record for like the second longest running uh, top charting rap song behind Old Town Road. Um, like th- this song was, I mean, because this song and this film and it's the unescapable thing about this movie are locked in to the passing of Paul Walker, especially See You Again. Like, we all know what the song's about yeah. and what the song does. And it's the and it's honestly the first time in a while that a song is synonymous with um the Fast and the Furious. Like this is a Fast and the Furious song. And and, 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 and I I wrote down in my notes as as Dom kind of talks over this this final the final moments of this film, like this isn't Dom Toretto talking. This is Vin Diesel talking a hundred percent like because the two of them were so close i think they were godparents to each other's children they they were they they were Mm -hmm. they were they were they were boys and 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 to think that they had built this 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 franchise together after kind of being in these movies and then kind of bonding and then doing their own thing and then coming back to it and and all of this stuff and just it's like it's it's heartbreaking, man. It's it's really like I, I well, can especially I mean, and, and this is why it's it's heartbreaking. But also, I think they they delivered this finale in or this stage of the finale in the best way possible, because like the last lines that Dom say is I used to say I live my life one quarter mile at a time. And I think that's why we were brothers, because you did, too. Yeah. No matter where you are, whether it's a quarter mile away or halfway across the world, you'll always be with me. And you'll always be my brother. And it's just like this beautiful way to close out this movie and, and while that song's playing. That's Vin Diesel. That's not that's not Dom Toretto. That's Vin Diesel. For sure. That's that's one hundred percent him talking to his 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 bro. And it's just, uh, it's just it's it's heartbroken or heartbreaking. Also, that they let Brian have a retirement life in the fictional universe, like just makes my heart so happy. Like it just swells with like I I was a hundred percent as this movie was ending was like, this is exactly what I wanted. This is, this is what I was worried they weren't going to give me. And they just absolutely delivered the, like, listen, there's a lot of this movie that is nonsense, but from the emotional aspect, this movie completely hits the target. Yeah. And though, though, though Paul Walker may no longer be with us, Brian and Mia and their kids are still out there yes. living their best life. Yeah, and I, I I love that. I think that's such a, a beautiful thing and, and, for the franchise. As I said, as, as I said and, at the beginning of this episode, like in the first movie, Brian drives a lot of Supras. He doesn't really pick up the GTR, the 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 Skyline until too fast. I think until too fast. 
and and that that the Supra that's at the end of the movie is one of Paul Walker's personal cars. It's just like it's it's great. It hits. It hits um, different. There's it's, so it's, it's, many it, things in this movie that hit different because of all the talk about this stuff. That's like right. How, like how much of this was planned ahead of time, and how much of this was in was redone in in the, the well, you year know, that they had. I just I don't know. And I don't. I, was, I also I don't want to know. Also, I was thinking about this the other day because like. You know, with the even though it was thrown together at the like you know the end of Tokyo Drift, like all the con- all the context that they get from that very last scene that sets the stage for the rest of this franchise is insane. And I'm like, I, and that was the same writer. So like, did they have did they have a possible like inkling that they were going to do that, or you know what what was going to happen there? Yeah, and and. There is a line at the beginning of this movie when they are at Han's funeral where Tej and Roman are talking about how they 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 don't want any more funerals. They can't oh, and then have they pro- any more well, funerals. They, they, Brian promised no more funerals. Yeah. And it's yeah, just, that was that was a that was a tough line. It's like I don't know. I don't know if that line was 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 in there before from before or from after, but it's just like, oh, but it also makes me wonder because right now Han is fully dead in this franchise right now. And I don't know if they bring him back because the, the, the family is getting smaller. Uh, and, and, and do they try to bring anybody back or, or did they, did they, did they do that with Letty and they feel like they can't do it again? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> but, but before we talk about that, before we talk about that, what are your, what are your final thoughts on furious seven? So I I enjoyed Furious Seven. It is not my favorite of the of the franchise, um, mostly because like it, it hits some emotional highs, but I think the emotional highs it hits are in response to Paul Walker's real life death, and I yeah. believe I believe they handled that well. I believe they handled that honorably is that the right word like they 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 didn't yeah i I would i would i mean yeah they didn't take advantage of it they 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 clearly they lost someone that was was clearly very close to all of them in the real world and they tried to honor that with with a final showing that i think did a did a very very good job uh i i am am still more into the more grounded takes on the mm-hmm. franchise and that's where i worry more about what's coming um <laughs> uh, especially we, with, the, 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 the the train has left the station at this point yeah uh and it's going to space at some point um <laughs> Is I'm, it? Fairly, I'm fairly certain that i've seen a, tra- a movie trailer or read a, a a blog headline that talks about going to space in these films but what what if it doesn't happen? And you've been saying this for like the entire summer. Then who cares? I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I'll care. But um, but but the, but this film, th- this film, I think, works so well as a love letter to everything in the franchise that has come before it. And I feel like it's also closed the chapter, like closed the book on that arc of all of this stuff in a way that I thought we had already closed it. And yeah, I mean, to echo what you said, I mean, this really does feel like it could have been the last Fast and the Furious movie. If this had been the, the final film, I think that would have been perfectly fine. 
Um, uh, but next week, uh, no, <laughs> just, uh, well, I was gonna say, I, I really did enjoy this one. I, I think there's a lot about this movie that I think is much better than uh, Fast and Furious Six. Uh, I think, like from a director standpoint, I think James Wan's a much better director in, in terms of doing this stuff than Justin Lin. Even though Justin Lin is great, I mean, he didn't want to do the fast, uh, pardon the language, but, but he, he didn't want to do that. They fast tracked this sequel, and he he was like, I, I, it's that's too fast for me. I don't want to do it. It's too and too fast uh, for me. It was. Uh, it was. I'm sorry, Miles. I forgot something about this that we need to talk about. I apologize. Okay. Uh, when we when we talked we talked about Dom in the car of Theseus driving up into the helicopter, right? To drop the bag of grenades. Mm-hmm. We did not discuss that this is the only appearance of nitrous oxide in the movie. He oh, pushes. Yeah. He pushes the NOS buttons. To fly the car into the sky again. Beautiful. Yeah. Highly done, but beautiful. I I love that they have an obligatory NOS reference in every single film, like, and it's nothing to do with cars half the time. Um, But yeah, I I do think that um, Justin Lin's great. I'm I'm a huge James Bond fan, so I do feel that there's a little bit more artistry in this, the way this one's directed. Um, However, some of this cartoonishness gets in the way of the film's power. Um, so I think I still like Fast and Furious six a little bit more, even though this might be a little bit better of a movie. Um, but I mean, that's OK for Justin Lim. I mean, he 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 was busy. He went on to make the best Star Trek film. So uh, like the next year. So he went on to make for the, him. the best Star Trek film of the Kelvin timeline. No, he went on the best. No, best don't film. don't don't. Not the day to do that. <sighs> the wrath the, of yawn. Not the, not the day to do that with me. Um, <laughs> Um, but anyway so so, uh and then so next week we have f8 or fast eight the fate of the furious which is the uh, the fact that they didn't just put it together and call it f8 of the furious enrages me to this day they could they could have used a license plate that just said f8 frs yeah because who doesn't use that stuff in the in, in vanity license plates? Yeah. Like the fact that it's called the Fate of the Furious and they have F8 above it and not as part of the title enrages me. It's it's, it's wild. It it makes me so mad. Um I I don't know why, but it it, it makes me so so no, very I, angry. I also I also dislike it because I mean they they this is also, I guess, the first time they're trying this kind of pun. Because they did. They did Fast and Furious. OK. Fast Five. OK, I like that. Fast and Furious Six. I don't like. Furious Seven. I like. That's fine. Yeah. So it's like, OK, so we're Fast and Furious Eight. No, we're the f8 of the fear we will we'll hash this out next week um, yes um as we, this as, as, is as we, this is another billion dollar entry in the franchise yeah, as we often discuss as we talk about these uh furious seven as we mentioned at the top of the show somewhere between 190 and 250 million dollar budget box office 1.15 billion dollars 
Uh, this movie, similarly, 250 to $270 million budget uh, and pulling in a $1.236 billion, which is just a huge amount of money. Uh, mm-hmm. So when you're looking at that, of course, we are going to get more and more sequels. And uh, we're by the time of the end of Furious Summer, we're not even going to have all of them out. And they say they're going to end them, but I'm not so sure they will. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's tough to call because, yeah, they've, they've been saying that they've ended this franchise for a while. I think even this one was supposed to be the end cap. But the pro- the thing is, if the studio is still making a billion dollars, then they want to make more. Um, however, this year may not <laughs> be the case. Um, well, you know, things I mean, things changed uh, uh, not too long after uh, the fate of the Furious came out when it comes to stuff that happened in the real world and impact to things like box office. So, you know, we'll we'll see what oh, happens. I, I, I certainly understand that. We'll see. Like it, it's it's not that, but um, I just right. I just, I'm, I'm, I just want my boy Bow Wow to have uh to have a, a role. Can Bow Wow <laughs> and Tej and Roman hang out, please? I want that I, to happen. I would love that. I would love that. Um, justice for justice for Toy <laughs> Boy. Um. So I, I am I am excited to see how the the first film outside of um paul walker fares um well it's not the the first film outside of paul walker but that's you know what i mean yeah i know i'm picking i'm picking but but Um, i mean but you're you're right you're you're interested now that the the sort of first like all of the all of the arcs that we have have opened so far are closed letty's got her memories back Han and Giselle are dead. Brian and Mia have retired. Tej and Roman are doing Being their own Roman. thing. <laughs> Hobbs is no longer like weirdly antagonistic to to Dom at the end of the cookout for whatever reason in that movie. Yeah, it was weird. It's, it's, I'm still not. Uh, yeah, I'm still not into that. Anyway, um. So so yeah, what happens? I mean, the 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 Toretto house in LA is destroyed. They don't. I mean, they have a home in LA, but they don't have the home that they were trying to get back to the entire time. Where do we go from here? Uh, and that is what we will talk about next week as we discuss the fate of the Furious. In the meantime, if you would like to reach out to us, you can find us at themoreunerd.com. That is where you can find this and every other episode in our decade plus long quest to uh, enrich all of our nerd lives. You can go to facebook.com slash themoreunerd and you can tweet to us or is it X to us uh, as of today? I don't know anymore. At themoreunerd on Twitter, x.com. I don't know if that's even going to be. Twitter. A, I don't even know if that's going to be a thing next week. Um, we are We're also, also on Blue Sky. <laughs> yes, we still haven't messaged anything on Blue Sky. We no. have not. Uh, the sky's the limit I mean, over there. You can find us at the Maury Nerd over there as well. And if you would like to email us directly, questions, comments, concerns, takes, 
whether it be hot takes, cold takes, medium takes, spicy takes, whatever it is, the more you nerd at gmail.com. That's the more you nerd at gmail.com. You can also head over to cosmiccrit.com to find the other podcast that Miles and I spend all of our time on, as well as a link to our Discord uh, where you can uh, talk to us all the time, basically. Uh, Cause we work all day and we get bored and chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can do that over there at cosmiccrit.com. In the meantime, gang, we are going to end this show as we always do with a rousing nerd out. out.